0: so you can have more money to travel with this summer.
1: Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Buck Sexton. I'm here with Clay. We are so looking forward to this Independence Day weekend. We appreciate all of you being here with us, hanging out with us before we go off. And what we all know is just going to be an Independence Day weekend, a 4th of July with tremendous uh, enthusiasm, ebullience, uh, effervescence. I don't know. I'm running out of words here, Clay, but it's going <laughs> to be – I mean, I want to strap on a red, white, and blue bathing suit and do a cannonball into a pool full of Budweiser.
0: There's a lot of people, by the way – that is a perfect description. I can't wait. I'm going to be watching the Atlanta Braves. They're playing against the Miami Marlins, so I'll just focus on the fact that they're playing the Braves. Uh t- Tonight, going straight out of this studio in about an hour to drive down to Atlanta, I can't wait to kick back, have a beer – Enjoy the 4th of July with all my close friends. Uh Remember, Joe Biden said, hopefully, if everything goes perfect I on know. the 4th of July, you'll be able to ex- experience right. it.
1: Clay and I are both going to be double masked with goggles on outside <laughs> all weekend because we take the virus seriously. But we also take our friend Jesse Kelly seriously. He's our buddy. He just announced his nationally syndicated radio show, The Jesse Kelly Show. 6 to 9 Eastern, in uh, over 200 stations. Is that right, Jesse? Great to have you on. That is
2: right. Over 200 stations. And I don't get to hear me talk about myself for three hours every night. They are so blessed. Good for America.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you're definitely the tallest radio host. And if we listen to you, if we take if we take your word for it, the handsomest. But we, w- we want to throw some, some news of the day at you, Jesse. Clay and I have been wondering about this one. Right now, it seems that if you... Smoke marijuana and you're an olymp and a, a true Olympian, a yes. great top level sprinter. Uh, there's a, a a woman who is a, a sprinter uh, who is not going to be able. She's on a 30 day suspension because she smoked weed. She says a month ago, and she can't compete in the Olympics. But if you are a a, I don't know, a A New Zealand weightlifter, a New Zealand male weightlifter who has now transitioned to a transgender female with five X or more the testosterone of women you're competing against, that's fine. Explain this to us, Jesse.
2: No, it's easy to explain the entire rules upside down. That's how you explain it now. None of the rules make any sense anymore. Like, somebody cares that a sprinter was smoking the devil's lettuce and a uh, month ago. What does that matter? She was going to kick everyone's rear end at the Olympics, which is probably why they actually suspended her. But, look, there's no way to make sense of any rules any, anymore. Not American rules, not Olympic rules, not international rules. Nothing makes sense because all the people at the top are a bunch of corrupt losers who've never had to live in the real world once in their life.
0: There's no doubt about that. By the way, for people who haven't heard, this is a real issue. A American sprinter named Shakari Richardson is potentially going to be banned from the Olympics because she smoked weed. And simultaneously, we are going to allow a New Zealand weightlifter who transitioned to becoming a woman at the age of 35 to lift against all the other women. So you were okay with your body being pumped through uh, filled with all sorts of different treatments to change your gender. But if you decide to smoke weed, you aren't able to compete. I mean, this is insanity.
2: Well, it is insanity. And, and here's the crazy thing about it. Just from this segment alone, I can already see the articles being written as we're all talking. We'll be bigots. If you think oh, yeah, yes. a man shouldn't be lifting weights against a woman, which would be a common-sense thought throughout the entirety of human history up to about 15 minutes ago, if you have that position, you're some hateful big and who wants transgender people to die or something and like that. But, but that's what's happened. When I said the world was upside down, that's what I meant. It's not It's not crazy to me that there's a transgender weightlifter because this whole trans thing is the modern fad everyone wants to do now. It's crazy to me. Nobody, no one on the Olympic Committee or anyone else has said, uh, actually, no, we're, we're not going to do that. But hey, look. It's women's sports. I guess I guess they'll go down the toilet even further. It's not like women's sports were exactly some boondoggle for TV ratings anyway. But at least, in the very least, you used to have hot ones. Now there's going to be men who turn themselves into women. That's really going to blow up the television game.
1: Jesse, we just want to say again congratulations on your uh, your syndication that just was uh, went into effect here, or your show just started here uh, Monday of this week six to nine eastern time over 200 stations across the country given now that you're going to be uh, speaking from that platform where i will say people expect a lot of wisdom to be dispensed because of what has gone on in that time slot in recent years i'm just saying uh what are you what, what are you telling folks they should be doing they should be watching and thinking about this independence day weekend before we let you go enjoy yours
2: Well, what you should be doing is, whether it's allowed or not, go buy all the fireworks you can and safely set them all off while you drink beer with your friends and enjoy your family. That's one. Two, if you have kids, as I do, sit them in front of flags of our fathers and make them watch that movie. It will be horrific. Your kids will have to cover their eyes, but I make my kids watch that movie every Memorial Day, Fourth of July, and everything. And I tell them, yes, it's horrible. It's awful. That's real stuff, real men went through, and that's how you earn freedom. It's not the Constitution. It's not talking. You have to go out and fight for freedom the way those guys did. That's why you live in a free country.
0: All right, that's good. From a pure, just sheer enjoyment. We were just having this discussion. We got people sharing their favorite 4th of July weekend movies to watch. Hashtag Clay and Buck. What's the best pure enjoyment? Not you're trying to teach a lesson about the larger universe or anything else. In your mind, what's the best movie that you could watch on July 4th for pure enjoyment that to you has a connection with the 4th or Americana? Oh, The Patriot.
2: The Patriot. Or there's a series that may take a little longer, John Adams on HBO is so incredibly good and interesting and enjoyable about the founding of this nation and the men who did it. It'll walk you through the whole process. you become a lot smarter. And, of course, I think it's Paul Giamatti. I don't know how to say his last name. I can watch that all day long. I think think I've seen the series 10 times.
1: Jesse Kelly, everybody. Listen to him 6 to 9 Eastern time in National Syndication. Check out your local uh, listing for what station exactly near you, uh, the Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse! Congrats and happy 4th of July, my friend.
2: Be good, fellas. Happy 4th. I'd love to see you two killing it. Keep rocking.
0: Thank hey, you, sir. Excited to see you kill it as well. Nice addition in your old time slot. That's cool when somebody gets to take over and you know they're going to do a good job because you're handing off the audience that you had to somebody they're going to enjoy.
1: Felt like we were just keeping it right in the family. So that's why everyone was telling me where they were, I had all of my audience listening to me 6 to 9. I know you had your morning radio audience, but uh, when I was telling they were saying, I'm going to miss you 6 to 9 Eastern, I kept saying, well, the good news is. You can listen to us 12 to three and then six to nine. You've got my buddy Jesse. So you're in good, you're in good hands. He's very, he's very tall, but very good.
0: Yeah. They did a good job. I think they'll do eventually a good job announcing. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Uh, who's going to be able to replace us in the morning show? But you do feel like when you spent a lot of time building an audience, you want the audience that's still there to be able to enjoy the, what you've built, right? Yeah. And I mean, it's follow like if, somebody. if you're coaching a team yes. and then you got
1: to move. You know, you want your players to have a great a great coach take over after you You don't want them to go on some losing streak. So a winning coach with Jesse Kelly for sure, everybody. And
0: no, I, I was just gonna say he's gonna do fantastic. Um we've got a lot of people rolling in at the Clay and Buck hashtag. A lot of additional movies that we haven't even mentioned yet as the best possible 4th of July selection.
1: So we also want to get to uh, more and more of your calls because we're doing open line Friday. I mean, it's 4th of July open line Friday. So we really got to kick it open here. And I know if you've been trying to call in, you're getting busy signals because we got every line lit. We're going to rack and stack them on the calls, take some more, get to the... Clay and Buck hashtag on social. So if you can't call in, if you wanted to send in a a tweet, we're also going to be establishing an email because I know a lot of you want to write in uh, on email. It's a lot a lot easier for folks, especially if you're. We're not telling it to anybody. If you're listening at the office and you're supposed to be working, but you're listening to Clay and Buck. By the way. Awesome. Uh, we we don't want you to get in trouble, so you can't call in. You can email us, right? So we're gonna set that up for you. You'll have an email next week. In the meantime, though, we'll get to your thoughts, your Independence Day weekend reflections, and your celebra- uh, celebratory plans. Coming all up here in a minute. We are rocking in this third hour, but you know I'm paying close attention to what's happening with the economy and particularly inflation, right? And inflation's happening. You know, Forget about the the 16 pennies that Biden says you're saving here uh, because it's not going to be worth a whole lot when you get through what inflation looks like month to month. And this is what's expected when the federal government prints too much money. So I want you to protect yourself by investing in gold and other precious metals. You can have real gold delivered privately and securely to your home. I've done this myself or have real gold put in your IRA or 401k with the Oxford Gold Group. That's who I trust for my gold and silver. The Oxford Gold Group will teach you everything you need to know about owning real gold and silver. This is one of a few select sponsors the EIB has embraced in recent months because they've passed all the tests and safeguards that Rush taught us to pay attention to. Excellent customer service, providing something of real value and respecting this audience and program's long-standing relationship. Call the Oxford Gold Group now. 833-404-GOLD to get your free precious metals investment guide. The Oxford Gold Group is here to help you protect your savings and retirement from the unknown. 833- 404-GOLD. That's the Oxford Gold Group. 833- 404-GOLD.
0: Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton. A new form of broadcast excellence inspired by Rush on the EIB Network. Welcome back in Clay, Travis, Buck Sexton. You can find us on social media, hashtag Clay and Buck. You see all of the comments rolling in on the Twitter machine, Buck Sexton. A lot of people reacting with their favorite movie that puts them kind of in the mood for the 4th of July. A couple of additional ones that I think are also great. Jaws. Which obviously, I believe, is set around the 4th of July specifically, right? It is. That yeah, is the remember? killer
1: shark. The beach will be open. Yes. Remember the remember the mayor? The beach is going to be open. We got people got to make money this summer. Remember that guy yes. that, that, with the weird suit, you know, the the mayor? Oh, yeah.
0: That is a July 4th. And then the other one, and I forgot about this, but I remember watching it in theater back in the day, Harrison Ford as the president of the United States on Air Force One when Air Force One is attacked by terrorists. Another good one, by the way, CIA guy, Tom Clancy, Patriot Games, when Harrison Ford was playing the role of Jack Ryan, those were some pretty good movies. Yeah, when the the IRA goes rogue and tries to take take him out out of America,
1: I mean, Uh, you're looking at it again of
0: whether or not it's rational or logical. See, this is what ends up happening.
1: I look at all these movies, because you know, Jack Ryan, by the way was a cia analyst people are always like oh
0: are you as a cia analyst so he's he became president eventually in the tom clancy books didn't he Spoiler alert! Did Indeed. I kill the perhaps
1: the- perhaps a, perhaps a prophecy of our times, Clay? Yes. Like, who knows? Well,
0: who knows? CIA agent to president. Uh, well, I mean, what? You already saw it with the, oh. the first George Bush, yes. right? Was no, a so CIA my, director?
1: My list. That's correct. George H. W. Bush was CIA director beforehand. I got Rocky Four, Saving Private Ryan. These are remember. These are not the best movies of all time. Best Independence Day movies. So these are this weekend. You know, once you've just filled your belly. With burgers, but also, let's be honest, sausage, spice sausage, because you know it's amazing. And whatever else your sides are, your coleslaw and your, you know, stuff. And people are also going to start writing, and Buck, I go with, you know, T-bone steaks on the grill. We love all the different 4th of July meat celebrations that one can have. But when you're watching a movie at night with the family, we're trying to give you some great recs in case you haven't seen uh, one of these for some reason. But I had Rocky IV, Saving Private Ryan, Jaws, The Patriot, Top Gun. So, I mean, it's some some crossover here.
0: Yeah, my top five, The Sandlot, Independence Day, Gettysburg, uh, Jaws, and Glory. Now, some of these are difficult. Like you mentioned Saving Private Ryan. Glory's another good example. They aren't necessarily uplifting and phenomenal. And I just realized I left Top Gun off my list, despite saying that it was the first movie that came to mind. So this is the problem with doing lists in general. But it also gets into... Do you want a super uplifting, like, spoiler alert, in Independence Day we beat the aliens? Or do you want a, uh, wow, I'm so lucky to be American living today so that I don't have to step off uh, onto the beaches of Normandy with Nazis shooting at me, or I don't have to try to storm the ramparts of a Civil War-era fort, uh, like in Glory, while everybody is shooting at me, and also you sit around and you're like, man... I'm incredibly fortunate, or you're like, hey, I just want to be really entertained by uh, by the Sandlot, and that's such an amazing movie I want to sit and watch, right? It's kind of a yeah. balancing well,
1: act. Let's take it to our, our friends who are with us here all across the country. We'll get to the lines now. Shane in Fresno, California. Welcome to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show.
2: Hello there, Buck and Clay. I thought I'd help uh, Clay answer your question about the greatest sports movie. What are oh, we, yeah. What do we got? How about Chariots of Fire? Hmm.
0: <laughs> I don't... Oh, well, thank you for the it's call, like, Thank you, Shane. No, no, I Shane's allowed. It. He's entitled. I, I mean, again... This is like the debate that you get into, like, what's the best Christmas movie? And you can be expansive, and you can say, well, Die Hard, because technically he's trapped, like, this is the never-ending debate on the Internet, right? Is a hot dog a sandwich is Die Hard, a Christmas movie? These are things that people debate on the Internet for hours and hours and never close. And if you don't remember, Die Hard is Christmas, right? The Nakatomi Towers. And by the way, Christmas Eve, yeah, one of the greatest and coolest things that I, uh, that I got to do when I first got to LA to work for Fox Sports. The Nakatomi Towers oh, yeah. is right there on Avenue of the Stars, uh, for people out there who are familiar where right by the Fox lot. And so we have PAs sometimes who drive us around production assistants on the show. And one of the, we had a new PA and she was driving me. This is the first time I felt super old. And I was like, Hey, you just moved to LA. Uh, do you know that's the diehard tower? And she was like, hmm, die hard, never seen it. Do you know that we did? We did. I was on, like, "You've never seen Die Hard? Like, how's this possible?" On on my Shane,
1: thank you for calling it from California. On on my radio show for years, Clay, we did something called Action Movie Quote Friday, where it was oh, like open yeah. lines, except yeah. people would call it. We might want to bring that back one day, just for fun, in like the third hour, where people call in and they just call in and they give you a line. It has to be an iconic line. It can't be, you know, I would like a sandwich for dinner, uh, unless that's an iconic line for some reason from any action movie. It has to be an action movie. We had a lot of fun with you that. You would one. kill
0: it. You would like your ability to. I
1: I grew up i got two brothers and we had like the entire vhs collection through the 80s and the 90s of everything schwarzenegger stallone bruce willis oh yeah van damme i know the movie bloodsport backwards and forwards <laughs> in a way that i could teach a class in film school on bloodsport they don't really make movies like that anymore no they don't right
0: like in yeah. the, for those of us who grew up in the 80s and the 90s as you just ran through all those different movies that's another question. What's the greatest action movie that was ever made? But the genre's gone now. There's an exception. Action movies don't exist the same way they used to. Now, it's been replaced by superheroes. Yeah, it's been right? replaced I mean, by superhero movies. That's Those probably are the, big, the easy analogy the, is the, that, the
1: big budget Hollywood, uh, you know, lots of guns and explosions. But they're laser guns now. Steven in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Welcome.
0: Thanks for having me on, Clay and Buck. Thanks for doing what you're doing. You're killing it. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you appreciate so much. Y'all.
0: Real quick, um, it's not a war movie, but it is definitely a movie of somebody who's got the American I-just-don't-take-no-for-an-answer theme. It's Anthony Hopkins in The World's Fastest Indian, and it's a true story about Bert Monroe, who wants to set a land speed record, and he travels to America, he works his way on a, being a cook on a tramp steamer, all the way to America, and then works his way all the way to the Salt Flats, and then amazes everybody
2: by setting a land speed record that still stands to this day.
1: Thanks for that. I, I've never heard of that movie. I've never even heard of the movie, yeah, yeah. so I, I'd
0: have to Google and check it out. But, Stephen, you're you're expanding our horizon, our, our, our no, cinema tastes. No one has used that movie. And by the way, obviously we know how difficult it is to get in on the lines. We have limited lines, but tons of you can weigh in at hashtag Clay and Buck. Let's go to Ron in Darien, Georgia. Ron, what you
2: got for us, bud? Hey, man. Uh, man, I want to say first that me and my wife love your your show. Y'all are doing a great job. Well, Thank we you. appreciate that. Thank Thanks you, Ron, a lot, Ron. I'm trying. No problem, guys. I've been, I'm a day one listener, and I'll keep listening. But uh, they said be quick. So when my daughters were young, but all my life, I'm a, from a military background, my family. But Wait, can, can we always, hey, Ron? Had, can we hold Ron, you? Hold on, Ron. we got to hold you through. We've got we're gonna ads go to do. It. That we're was gonna, on me. <laughs> yeah, we're going
3: to go into That was on me.
0: I led you over the middle and you got decked. Clay's too excited about the movies. Clay, what do you got? Uh, look, we're fortunate still be seeing home loan options, rates in the twos. We'll say it again, those rates can really make a difference, lower your monthly payment and spend less over your loan term. Clay, you just got to call American
1: Financing now. Take advantage of a free mortgage
0: review. Let an expert mortgage consultant
1: present custom loans that may fit you much better because rates are near all-time lows. You could really
0: benefit. And there's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. Simple conversation around ways you can save up to $1,000 a month. Call American Financing now, 800-777-8109.
1: That's 800-777-8109. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
0: You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network.
1: In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating, telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often, they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. $140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. Sponsored by Preborn. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Saxton show. Buck here. And I always, we, we love everyone who listens to the show and especially want to be very cognizant of showing all due respect to uh, everyone who listens, all of our callers. So Ron, that's my way of saying Ron from Darien, Georgia. We're so sorry that we lost you for a second there, but we had to go into a hard break, but we're glad you, you stayed with us here. Clay.
0: I let him over the middle there, Ron. If you're familiar with football, I wasn't looking at the clock, and I was like, oh, Ron's got a good take here. And I dropped back to pass, and you just got flattened. You're probably in concussion protocol right We just
1: lifted you up, and now we're handing it to you to drive it into the end zone. So what do you got for us, Ron? Hey,
2: you got to pay the bills. So what I'm saying is when my daughters were young and even before, and the History Channel was the History Channel, I always made them watch the American Revolution because that's the history of our country. These guys signed the Declaration of Independence committing treason against the most powerful country on earth. And we as free Americans took our country from them. And now we should not have to live under tyranny and oppression and all these things that they're putting on us. That's basically what it's all about.
1: Ron, happy Independence Day to you. Go celebrate with friends, family, loved ones. Thanks so much for being with us. And, you know... Rush is someone that we uh, we keep turning to here for wisdom on on events of the day. And he had some thoughts on, well, why America is not divisive. And here is what Rushbo himself had to say.
3: So Trump stands up for the truth, stands up for the truth of the country, the greatness of the country. And he's divisive. Trump's not tearing down statues. Trump is not defacing relics. Trump is not trying to damage or erase our history. He's trying to restore it and maintain it. That's divisive? How in the world does Black Lives Matter escape the characterization of divisive? How do any of these left-wing protest groups escape that they are the ones who are divisive? It's obvious. Some of our schools and universities have become some of the most anti-American places on Earth. Indoctrination centers for anti-American propaganda. Campus Reform, great website. They went out, they spoke with young American students ahead of the 4th of July to see what they knew about the holiday. And even though, even though most of the students that Campus Reform interviewed said that America was a racist country, most of them couldn't answer even the simplest questions about Independence Day. They didn't have any idea. 4th of July, They had no idea what it was. college, People, college educated people, students were asked, for example, what the holiday commemorates. They were asked which year the country declared independence. They were asked which nation the United States declared independence from and which was fought for American independence. What war? Many could not answer any of these questions. Some answered that America gained its independence in the 20th century. Others said the corresponding war was the Civil War. World War I, World War II, they have no concept. How do you get into college and not know it?
1: One of the things, Clay, that that Rush is, is getting at here, I, I think it's an important reminder for everyone going into this weekend, it's impossible to really understand this country and, and the ideals behind it and the greatness of the Constitution and not feel... Gratitude for living here for being here if you actually know about America you love America Unfortunately a lot of people don't know very much about the country They've been blessed to grow up in live in their
0: whole lives. Yeah, and this is for me I I was a history major in college and the idea of The historical ignorance that exists in this country first of all it sells you on the idea of that everything is the most important that has ever occurred in this nation's history. And also that we're more divided now than we ever have been before in the history of the country. We had an election in 1864 in the middle of the Civil War and Abraham Lincoln almost lost to George Britton McClellan over whether the Civil War should continue. And McClellan was the first commander of the Union Army that Abraham Lincoln had selected. It's kind of a big deal. 1944, Franklin Roosevelt in the middle of World War II, as we are deciding whether to remain committed to the war with Nazis or not, or embrace a form of isolationism, kind of a big deal on that election too. And this ties in what we talked about a little bit, and have certainly teased several times, With what's going on right now in our Congress, Nancy Pelosi wants to replace any statue that right now is in our statuary hall that is inside of our Capitol that they deem to be offensive to their current version of what American history should represent. And I used to give tours. I went to college in Washington, D.C. I used to give tours of the Capitol. This is in the pre 9-11 days. I could take people onto the Senate floor, I could take them onto the House floor, I could take them into the old Senate chambers, into the old House of Representatives. Studying history was profoundly important for me in coming to understand the battles that we fight in the present day. And I have continued to make these arguments for years. The idea that we would tear down statues or monuments because we have decided that the people who lived hundreds of years ago, don't adequately reflect what we believe today in some quarters of our society is what the Taliban does. It's not a point of strength to be so uncomfortable with history that you tear down relics of history. We've advanced and made a lot of good moves, Buck. But the idea that we would be in this position of where we're trying to destroy existing American history is just a fundamental failure. I know you're a big history buff, too. It's offensive to me that we continue to decide that somebody who lived in the 1800s doesn't fulfill the expectations of 21st century America. Newsflash, if you study history at all, many of the people who believe that they're on, quote, the right side of history right now, Buck, they are going to be flagrantly in violation of what people come to support and believe in in the years ahead. Are their statues going to come down, too? I think you'll also
1: see that in time with, um, the pro-life movement in this country feeling vindicated about the great uh, the great darkness that we've been under because of uh, the abortion industry for decades and people will look back on this period of you know 50 60 years and say how could a country how could a great nation have ever allowed that to happen but to your point about uh, about the pulling down of the statues, I would just say, That it's one one part of this that's interesting is where the lines are drawn and where they're not. And people have been saying from the very beginning, if you're going to pull down, this is about really what the Democrats Pelosi are talking about are Confederate statues, statues of Confederates. People like Robert E. Lee, for example, Confederate generals or members of the uh, members of the Confederacy elected uh, members of Congress who then joined the Confederacy. Pelosi wants to pull those down. Interestingly enough, of course, these are all Democrats. And if we're going to say that anything that has a historical tie to slavery has to be repudiated and abandoned, there needs to be a full explanation of why the Democrat Party kind of continues on as though nothing ever happened, as though it was not the party of 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 secession of slavery of Jim Crow. Uh, I mean, of of opposing the civil rights movement. I know they say, "Oh well, in the 1960s, everything changed." The Democrats in their own minds and their own narrative became the good guys. They leave out the role that Eisenhower played in the civil rights movement. They leave out the role that Republicans played in well, in abolition and then all the way up to the civil rights movement. But we've we've said all along that the progressives, the left, we don't really use the term progressives very much anymore, which I also find interesting because I think they've gotten their way so much recently. They've progressed so far. They don't want people to be reminded of the fact that there's an incrementalism at the heart of so much of the uh, authoritarian socialist leanings that they have, and they keep getting little pieces of things that they want over time. It starts with pulling down Confederate statues. And and remember, in some cases, the left actually just wants to destroy them. At Pelosi, at least, they're, they they want to remove them, put them somewhere else, maybe put them in a museum. That's a different discussion or a different part of the discussion. But we said, well, what about the Founding Fathers? And sure enough, whether it's Washington or it's, uh, or it's Jefferson or find a, a core, a central founding father in the, uh, in American history. And yes, they come to, for criticism. I live near Columbus Circle in New York City. This used to be a joke. What are they really going to come for Christopher Columbus's statue? Yes. In fact, the NYPD has had to deploy a phalanx at different times of officers around that statue because they're going to pull down Columbus because he's an imperialist. There was a guy shot. I think it was in new mexico last year over a fight over pulling down the statue of juan de Anote, who is a conquistador that about one one hundredth of one percent of americans would ever be able to you know pick out of a lineup or say who he is a guy got shot over that because they wanted to pull down you know, antifa left-wing lunatics want to pull this stuff down Clay, they never established the limiting principle because the only limiting principle is how much they can get away with and how far their power goes.
0: It doesn't end. That's the thing. Look, if you are a Civil War history buff, a nerd like I am, and you went to Civil War sleepaway camp, you know that what side you fought on in the Civil War is almost 100 billion percent a function of what state you lived in because states used to be like countries. And this is one that Trump got 100 percent right, Buck. He said, you're not going to stop tearing down statues with Confederates. They're going to come after the Washington uh, Monument. They're going to come after the Lincoln Memorial. They're going to come after the Jefferson Memorial. They came after a Gandhi Gandhi statue in the UK. They came after Ulysses Grant in San Francisco. I mean, it, it, it's a level of historical stupidity, the likes of which I don't think this country has ever seen before. And the fact that the Democratic Party continues to enable and reward this line of thinking is one of their great sins, I believe, upon this country's history. Dive in. So Mike Lindell is a great American entrepreneur, friend of the show, sponsor of the
1: show. He's built an incredible company. And the left comes after him because Mike speaks his mind. He's a patriot. He has values that he insists on standing for. So conservatives often ask me, how do we stand for our values in a way that really matters? We'll support companies that share your values and will fight for them. And that's what you get with MyPillow. So start with that. Take action. Buy some MyPillows. Oh, and by the way, these pillows are absolutely amazing. All their products are amazing. The Giza Dream Sheets, I have them on my bed right now at home. In fact, I've got now two pairs. I think I'm going to get a third pair because I love them so much. The world's best cotton Giza, ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Mike Lindell wants all our listeners to see for themselves how incredibly soft these sheets are.
0: Yeah. And right now, I've got them all over my house. My kids have them all over our house. We've got the Giza Dream Sheets, and they are right now a two for one low price plus free shipping with promo code Clay and Buck. Remember, all my pillow products, they come with a 60 day money back guarantee. These are all over my house. You'll love them all over yours. In fact, my wife is even sleeping in the slippers because she loves them so much you can go to mypillow.com click on the new radio listener specials to check out this low price offer on the giza dream sheets you'll find deep discounts on other my pillow products as well enter promo code clay and buck or call 800-792-3269 for these great radio specials clay travis and buck sexton a new form of broadcast excellence inspired by rush on the eib network
1: Welcome back everybody for the uh, final portion here of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show before Independence Day weekend kicks off for us. And for many of you listening, just want to say we will be on air on Monday. The buck never stops, the clay never stops. The clay never stops is now a phrase too. We're going to throw that in the mix.
0: <laughs> we will be it'll be a lot of fun. Uh so I know a lot of people have off Monday, but if you're out there working or maybe a lot of you driving or traveling back from wherever you may have gone to celebrate the fourth bucks headed back to new york city i'm about to hop in the car head down to atlanta to go watch the braves play a weekend series with my kids wherever you may be we will be back on monday 12 eastern 9 a.m pacific three hours live with you guys and i think we got a bunch of calls you want to finish it off yeah with let's go fourth let's, let's dive in let's here. get
1: to it john in allentown pennsylvania welcome to clay and buck show
2: Hey, thank you, guys. Hey, a uh, big fan of both of your shows individually and really like two weeks in now, really like what you're doing as a team. So, mega ditto. Th- thank you. I got two things. You're welcome. I got two things for you today. Um, first, on the movie, I really think that uh, Ford versus Ferrari is a great representation of American greatness. And if anybody hasn't seen it yet, it's a cool watch. Yeah. Um, And you might not think. I liked it more than I thought I would.
1: I'd say that, John. I'm not a huge car guy, but I did really enjoy Ford versus Ferrari.
0: I haven't seen it yet. My family, uh, my wife's family's all from Michigan and they all worked in the auto industry. They loved it. They're super car people. I have never been a super car guy myself either.
1: We got, thank you so much, John. Appreciate it. Thanks for the kind words. Mega dittos. Mike Ashland,
2: Kentucky. What's up, Mike? Hey, hey guys! How you doing? You're doing a great job. Uh, quick shot to my son Seth, who I know is listening. Uh, my movies are definitely John Wayne. Pretty much anything, but I'm going to go with True Grit and The Sands of Iwo Jima. Uh,
1: my father. I, I have to a, amend my remake statement because I think the True Grit remake is actually a very good, very watchable movie. I've
0: seen the remake, yeah. not the original.
1: Yeah, so I, I have to amend the remake statement, but John Wayne is obviously a great American icon. And you know what? I actually I'm gonna watch a John. I'm gonna try to watch a John Wayne. I went back and watched some Clint Eastwood classics recently. I'll go back and watch John Wayne on Mike's Mike's recommendation. What do you think, Clay?
0: I don't think that's a bad move at all. I think that's a, a really cool idea. Denise in Bismarck, North Dakota. This is one we're hearing a lot. You can go share, interact with your own listeners uh, that are out there as well. Hashtag Clay and Buck. Denise, what's your
2: pick? Feel the dreams. Yeah, Definitely I think they're field doing Dreams. you get that, you know, the the baseball, the cornfield, the hot dogs, you know, and and the reconciliation at the end between the father and the son. I mean, it's a winner for everybody.
0: It's a great, great movie. And I think they're doing the Field of Dreams game, right? Aren't they going out to Iowa and doing a uh, an actual game in the same kind of setup that they had in Field of Dreams where you have the baseball field in the middle of the corn uh, uh, cornfield? I think that's coming soon. I think Fox is doing that. Is that right, Dub? When is that going to be? Text me when that date's going to be, because that'll be a pretty cool one to see. Claire in Kentucky. What's up, Claire? I
2: wanted to recommend a fun movie for, for um, the weekend would be 1776. I know it started as a play in the 70s, but it is fun, and it is A blast,
1: family friendly fair, Clay, uh, Claire. um, You know, we'll we'll take it.
0: By the way, that game taking place in Dyersville, Iowa, the Field of Dreams baseball game, August twelfth. It's going to be on television. By the way, my wife is listening, which is a rarity. She says has to be Forrest Gump, short trip through modern American history, the story of an underdog who ends up living all these American dreams and experiences. That is still a fantastic, great movie. movie. Could you make it today? Could you make it
1: today? I don't know. That is actually a I don't great know. Question. And he's obviously a hero. He's a Forrest is a hero. But could you make that movie today? I don't know about that. When we get time for uh, one more here, Don in Indianapolis, Don about thirty seconds. What do you got for us?
2: My favorite all time. By the way, I love you guys. Uh, Thank you. I can't believe nobody's nobody's mentioned uh, Audie Murphy and To Hell and Back. I don't even know. I don't know that. Don, we'll look it up. I've jotted
0: down, honestly. Thanks for the call, Don. Thanks for listening. Thanks to all of you. I have jotted down a bunch of movies that I am going to try to add to the repertoire here uh, in the near future.
1: And we are going to be hopefully adding you to our repertoire every day next week. You like that? Smooth like yes, silk. Yes,
0: very uh, smooth
1: transition. So Monday we are on air, live show, July 5th. So if you're out taking the day off, chilling by the pool or out back with the barbecue, listen to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show this Monday and obviously every day next week. Subscribe to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's catch NPR, please. I want to
0: do it so bad, Buck. I want to catch NPR catch and the New York the Times. Commies.
1: And everyone have a great Independence Day weekend with yourselves, your families. God bless. We'll be back with you on Monday. Talk to you then.
0: You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation.
1: The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and a Homeless Veteran programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families.
0: So you can have more money to travel with this summer.